Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast. And with me, as always, is my best friend and the other host of the show, El Robles. Hey, what's up, guys? Episode 76. Um, uh, 76ers, you know, Alan Iverson. Uh, <laughs> oh, there are, and there's talking basketball. <laughs> yeah. All right, that works. Alan Iverson, good name drop, Edward. Um, actually, exactly. James Harden just got traded over to the 76ers, actually. So, uh, you didn't know that. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. But I mean, Alan Iverson was actually a pretty uh, okay. So, you could tell the type of person. I would be if I was a basketball, basically the same thing as a soccer player, dribbler. I was like Allen Iverson, Steve Nash, um, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. So it's like all like all that flash, you know. That's so. Those, that, that's basically who I was like. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. Cool. Um, but yeah, so the Super Bowl has happened. Congratulations to the LA Rams for for winning the Super Bowl. Um, Better luck next time, Cincinnati. I mean, they they got Joe Burrow, so I I, I think Cincinnati's in a good place. Um, mm-hmm. At least better than the Texans, that's for sure. So, uh, <laughs> dude, I don't know if Texans are ever going to come out of that funk, dude. It's just, I think it's just going to happen. What happened with the Oilers? They're just going to sell the franchise somewhere else. That's it. Like it's just, Sheesh. it's just going to be. I mean, yeah. dude. Nah, have, I get you. you. I totally get you on that one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, first of all, it's like the franchise being run, and then you got the. I mean, I not not me because for one, I'll, I'll be like, hey, yeah, it takes sense because they're from Houston. But you know, like uh, all the wishy washy fans would say they're diehard, but they're really not. Uh, it's true. It is so true. It, it's uh, a. Yeah. Um, if you want to hear uh, some more in depth uh, dialect on the Houston Texans, go ahead and check out Saw Sports. So yeah, because. These guys definitely love to share their thoughts on the Texans. I, you'll catch me from time to time talking Texans, but I'm mainly there for like <laughs> Astros and Dynamo. Uh, but I do. T- I mean, that's how we started is Texans talk. So, so I, I, I do. I know a thing. Knew, I know a few things about football. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very diverse. It? I know a thing. I know, a thing. I know a thing. I know a thing or two. <laughs> um, there you go. So, so I'm very diverse. You know, I'm not just a soccer guy. <laughs> I mean, if you guys, if you guys didn't realize, if, if you guys didn't check out Fourth and Four. For a long time, I was leading in the pick'em uh, until I just let you know, kind of as expected. You know, I couldn't actually maintain that lead for for a very long time. Same, same thing with the fantasy football league. Like, uh, I was dominating that league, and then next thing you know, I got eliminated in the in the first round of the playoffs. So, <laughs> yeah, so that happened. You know what? I need to start slow first, and then just go quickly. Maybe that's the route to go. Um, yeah. Congrats to Zach, by the way, for winning the pick'em. 
uh, for for the four and four. You know, is that common over at the Gridiron Gallery? Doing a lot of stuff there. I'm actually just had. I know it has a podcast now with us with the USFL because that's 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 now going to be a thing again. Um. So, so that's our that's our American football talk, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, but yeah, once again, congratulations <laughs> to the LA Rams uh, for, win, for winning the Super Bowl. Um, it was, the only thing I will say, the, besides the Super Bowl, that was what fun was. It, I don't know if it's the greatest halftime show. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that, but I enjoyed. I enjoyed seeing Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Fifty Cent, who definitely let himself go, um, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick <laughs> Lamar, and, and Eminem. You know that was one hell of a, of a Super Bowl halftime show. I don't know if you saw it, Edward, but um, no. I, I, okay, so let me tell you something. I didn't even know about the Super Bowl. I didn't know it was going on. I really wasn't invested in it. But when Dang, I found so out, you literally were living under a rock. <laughs> I literally was. Uh, no, I mean, I was like, dude, I had my kids. I really didn't want to pay attention to the Super Bowl or anything. I was, I was were watching, watching cars. Watching, we were watching Despicable Me. Um, oh yeah, that's on Netflix full. now. Yeah, number one and number two, not number three yet. This is how but, you know I was uh, a parent. Yeah. Um, so, but anyways, so I was watching that, and finally, I was just like, you know, like everybody was like, I remembered everybody was like, hey, so who's doing this or who's doing that? And I was just like, oh, I don't know. Like it was a group chat, you know. Everybody's like, hey, yo, this game's going on, and. I guess they were talking about football squares. So they were like, oh, who got this and this and this? And I was like, oh, I don't know what the hell is going on. They finally were like, damn, the halftime show was lit. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. That's the only thing I was looking forward to. So I literally went online, looked it up, and I saw it. And I was like, damn, that is legit. Yeah. Once again, I'm not going to sit here and say it's the greatest halftime show of all time. But I think, I think you know what it was, Edward? I think it was finally like our time. Like, the time for the millennials. It was the it was a millennial halftime show because it was it was a nostalgia because it was it was like, it was that was our era. Was that's our period. It, yeah, like, that's our period also, of, as far as music goes because you know you're talking about Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, um, you know both were very big in like late '80s to like the '90s with their music. Obviously, N.W.A. and, and then Snoop Dogg with his thing. Um, Eminem. I mean, let's face it. You know, we grew bro. up on Eminem. Um, yeah. Can't say Mary J. Blush. I just know one song from Mary J. Blush, and she did sing that one song from Mary J. Blush yeah, right. that I knew of. Um, Kendrick Lamar. I mean, obviously, he has a connection with Dr. Dre. Um, yep. I was not expecting 50 Cent. Uh, props to him for going ahead and doing the upside down thing. I would have would have not done it. <laughs> you probably you probably would have thrown up, but okay. <laughs> I honestly would have probably slipped and, and actually like landed on my neck. Oh man, damn. Yeah, like. Like props to Fifty Cent, and I mean, you know, props to him to be wearing a wife beater because, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, he he, uh, he let himself go. He's also a Houston resident, so I know. So that's the thing. There was a meme talking about man, Fifty Cent really found all those good taco places. He really let himself go, and I mean, I'm he not discovered Texas barbecue. Oh, bro, hell yeah! He discovered Whataburger. Oh, dude. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. He did, man. She. He's like, bro. This is how you live over here. But yeah, no, yeah, really cool Super Bowl. I think once again, I think it was uh, for you, me, and Spencer. I think for our age group, it was kind of one of those like really cool for us. I'm sure Gen Zers were like, get these old people out of the off the stage. Um, 
actually, you know what? The Boomers probably were kind of also be on the same boat. Yeah, as the Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar was there though. Kendrick Lamar um, was the bridge. I will definitely say that. That's that's where like the the, the Gen Zers were like, oh look, I know that one. <laughs> I know that guy. You're right. Yeah, I, I don't There's know. I guy? think Kendrick Lamar was. I, I felt like he could have probably done another a different song. That's yeah. that's just me. Um, I kind of wish Eminem did not do uh, "Lose Yourself." I'm glad he did "Lose Yourself," but I think he could. I feel like there's other songs that could have been used. Yeah, I, I, I mean, true. I don't think Gin and Juice was gonna be able to be played. But I would have liked to have seen Gin and Juice. <laughs> mm. But yeah, anyway, so yeah. That, that, that that was Super Bowl halftime show. Also, uh, I, I know Edward, you didn't catch Super Bowl, but they did a lot of cryptocurrency commercials for the Super Bowl commercials. They did this, uh, you know, uh, uh, and what's, what, it's not, is it an electric, an electric car? I guess like the Chevy Silverado now has an electric uh, version. Uh, car, and they had a they had the they had a metal soprano and junior soprano in it. They did like the whole soprano intro, you know the the whole driving across you know around New Jersey. I thought that was pretty cool, so I got excited for that one, especially when I saw Meadow driving. So she looks she still looks great. That's you know, <laughs> great for her. Um, and then I saw and then I saw Junior Soprano, and I was kind of mad, but you know I think I need to grow up. I told you, Junior with Soprano was the worst character in Sopranos. I could not Damn. stand him. Like initially, it was kind of it was cute seeing this little you know this little fat kid you know saying a, a curse word every once in a while, and then he got really really depressing as the season went on, and uh, it, you know because he was kind of being a brat, which I mean it makes sense because you know his parents are rich, but like it was right. just, his character was just annoying. Like, and I didn't like the ending for him, especially as he was like super depressed and all of a sudden everything's all hun- uh, hunky-dory for him now. So, yeah, and it was, yeah, I wasn't a fan. But anyways, so let's, let's get going with this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Before I go into this deep dive with the Sopranos. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but yeah, so yeah, Super Bowl happened. Congratulations to the LA Rams. Um, better luck next year, Cincinnati. Um, you still got Joe Burrow, which is more than the Texans can say. So, so yeah, we do have a show. We got headlines. We got our debate topic. We got games to recap. We have our players of the week. Give you guys some games to watch this coming weekend. And then we'll wrap this up with a three up, three down. And the topic is accessories. It could be anything. It could be, you know, phone accessories, video game accessories, propane accessories, you know, you name it. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we'll go Shout ahead and take a the hill there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to dig ourselves in the hole anymore any further. Right. Hey, I know. I was like, damn. I'm All right. propane and propane <laughs> accessories. Insert Hank Hill scream here. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, All right. So we're going to go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with headlines. All right. Hey, it's Hector. Yo, this is Edward. And we, we are, are Insert Name FC. Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer. Catch us on unhingedsn.com on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We will see, see you there. there. And we're back. If you guys go ahead and check up our social media at InsertNameFC on Instagram and Twitter, you will find um, our bios right there. There is a link underneath that bio. Go ahead and click right there, and you'll see 
how you can listen to us through Spotify, Pandora, Apple, Burns Radio, Belio Sports website, our great partners in Fanatics and Audible, and of course, the insert name SC Clothing Store. So make sure you guys go ahead and check it out once again on Instagram, Twitter at insert name FC. All right, so we have an update from the Aubameyang comments about Mikel Arteta being uh, basically a, a, a kind of a square. So, um, so Arteta decides to respond. He doesn't necessarily like clap back at Aubameyang, but he ends up sharing his thoughts as to why, you know, obviously Aubameyang uh, says that it was basically all in Arteta where there was some issues with disciplinary and all that. And, and, and before we get into that, I will say this, Aubameyang, He's, I, I've said it before, never has, has even has heard me say this. Is he captain material? No, <laughs> like <laughs> far from it. If he's our leader, we're 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 screwed. But uh, you know, obviously, he's an amazing player. He, he obviously what he brings to the attack is 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 of its own level. Um, you know, you know, Edward Edward heard me heard me say this. Even I said this even at after extra time with with Stewart and uh. And with Stewart, <laughs> well, I'm trying a blank. Oh, Paul Banks, there you go, Paul Banks. Um, where Arsenal is really going to be dependent on how how Aubameyang play plays, and, and obviously we saw that a little bit. Obviously things fell off, and then they kind of we kind of saw the young players kind of step up and rise to the occasion, and, and Smith Rowe and and Saka, and, and even yeah. Martinelli. So that's great, and it's uh, it's cool to see now that Martinelli is even getting some training time as a number nine, which is kind of what I was hoping to see, anyways. But yeah, but still, at the end of it all, you know, your your experience is what's going to have to come into play, and that's what a bombing is. Now, is he captain? Is he a captain in, in my eyes? No, and I think that comes from my bias that I just don't necessarily like to see strikers as captains, even though I'm sounding very hypocritical because I have no problem with Benzema being a captain. But I think Benzema ben- and Benzema is a different type of player. Raul. And Raul was a different Luis type Figo. of player. Luis Figo was uh, a midfielder. Luis Figo. But he would also play the striker position as well. Okay, well, that's fair. But, uh, and then... Um, I think oh, it's because I see him more uh, as a midfielder than I see him as a striker, but... What about... um? Uh, well, I don't know. If, was Rivaldo a uh, captain? Or would you, actually, you know what? I see Rivaldo as a captain. Like Rivaldo. I like guess it, I, I think it's also because they have a different like level. They're on a different level mentality. So Raul was a very accountable guy. So I mean, like I'm, I was cool with that. Benzema, he is a leader. I mean, like the guys like look up to him, especially the younger players. Um, and I mean, obviously, if you look at that Real Madrid team, like who else besides like Luka Modric and, and Tony Cruz would you give the captain's armband to? It, yeah. So, well, I mean, Marcelo if he was on the field, but. Not Courtois. <laughs> Definitely not Courtois. Yeah. That'd be the worst captain to have is Courtois. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I'll take bro. any chance I get to like bash on Courtois by the you way. Really, you really don't. Yeah, I was about to say, you really Dude, don't like Courtois. He, he had an affair with Kevin. Do- if there's one person to have an uh, have an, have, be with somebody as an affair, why would, why, what did Kevin De Bruyne do? Mm. Like, Icardi, go cheat on Icardi's wife. Like, do that. Like, <laughs> be like, Kevin De Bruyne is a nice guy. Like, what? He doesn't deserve that. <laughs> I think that's really what I think is because I, I like I like Kevin I'm De Bruyne. A, I'm gonna I'm 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 go I'm gonna go off on this. I'm gonna I'm I'm just be like two wrongs don't make the left. That's fair. 
<laughs> That's fair. But uh, uh, Cardi and uh, and Courtois, definitely up there. But I will, you know what? I will say though, at least at least Courtois doesn't have uh, the the children's tat names tattooed on him like Cardi is with. That that yeah. is just Jesus Christ. That is just. And there's no words to describe that. That's yeah. that's just that's just salt on the wound. There. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, anyways, going back to the bombing, um, is he like I just didn't see him as a captain, and obviously, I think it's just because he he likes to have fun. I don't necessarily see him as like a very focused type of player. And to be fr- to be really honest, I don't know who's really the captain of Arsenal because I definitely want to give it to Shaka. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go with this. Um, I dang, who really would be? I mean, besides Lacazette, because he's just another experienced player, but that kind of also goes over the whole thing that I'm not necessarily a fan of of strikers being captains. But yeah, I'm being hypocritical exactly. anyways, because I'm cool with Benzema and Raul being captains. Um, <sighs> Tier- I, I would give it to Tierney. Honestly, I would give it to Tierney. <laughs> oh my God, this dude here. <laughs> what? What's wrong with Tierney as a captain? No, I mean, I just, I, I don't know. Man. I mean, I, I think you're right. Obama Young isn't a captain that you normally would see but I feel like a lot of players like him and do they do respect him. He's not a, he's not one to like talk shit. You know, he's not one like, but I mean, okay. For example, like, for, like, for, everybody for example, loves the cool example. uncle, but would you, would you put him responsible for something? No. And I, I can say that I can vouch that for that actually. Cause I am a cool uncle, but I mean, I was like, say, I was like, don't put me in charge of something. I would, that's a terrible idea. Like I'm not, I'm not going to discipline. Have you been in charge of something? Like responsible for like Heidi or Emma's life? No, and yeah. I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> oh God. Like if if like their lives, I mean, obviously I'm gonna do whatever I can to make sure these, these girls live, but I mean like <laughs> don't don't put me responsible. <laughs> like if you guys want to go see a movie, let's go. You wanna learn how to sneak into movies? That's me. Uh how to properly balance your checkbook, that's probably not me. <laughs> so you don't even, you don't even, you've never even done a checkbook. No, I haven't. Because, you know, yeah. now we live in a world of technology. So we don't have to balance our checkbooks anymore. Yeah. But even then. Anyway, the reason why you had to balance your checkbook is because your parents didn't want to. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and at a very young age, I might add. This, this fucking, dude was at was, like six years was, old was balancing I was, checkbooks. I was, I, was, I was six years old going to the, uh, what do you call it? What's it called? The ah, what do you call those when you go say no? My taxes are too high. What do you call those shits? Ah, your taxes are too high. Yeah, when you go to your like to do your uh, your your, your taxes audit? and shit. Your uh, audit? No, it's not your audit. It's like um, fuck me. What do you call those? Oh, to file uh, your taxes. No, not to file your taxes, but like, well, okay, so when you go pay like your your homeowner's taxes and shit at the end of the year. Oh, your, you your homeowner, homeowner's association. Yeah. No, not a homeowner's association, but like the taxes, uh, the taxes for your, for your land, basically. Okay. For your home. <laughs> but anyways, I was, I was, I was, I was fucking six years old doing that shit and going, um, Telling these guys, my taxes are too high. <laughs> People would just look at me like, and I, my parents were just saying, and this is this, 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 and I was like, yeah, so my taxes are too high. They just looked like, 
damn, like them little kids just schooled us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but all right, so very fitting. A bombing is essentially the cool uncle. Like what he does out there on the field is amazing, and, and he has the you know he has the swagger and all that. But would you put him responsible for the checkbook? Probably not. So like, and that's not really saying much. I mean, you can let him do whatever. That's cool. But I mean, once again, he's not not necessarily the guy. I would say like, let's let's look for him for guidance. Oh, oh, here, here you go. Here's perfect, perfect right here. So you'll give him the twenty bucks so he could order pizza and you know he could be in. But you don't leave him at home, so he's in charge of paying the bills and the water bills, and then leave him the money for that. Exactly. Once again, amazing player. Can he lead up, lead in the front? Of course, because you know that's what his experience comes into play. But I think leading the team, I don't think that that's something that necessarily is something he. I mean, to be frank, though, who's really the captain of Arsenal at this point? It could be anybody. It's literally using the dodgeball reference here. <laughs> we don't know who our best dodge, player is. It could be any of us. You can dodge a captain. You can dodge a captain's band. You can dodge a ball. Honestly, I mean. To be honest, do you really want the captain's armband? Because it's like a guess of death at Arsenal. So, or if you really want to leave Arsenal, go ahead and get the captain's armband. <laughs> Depending right. how you want to feel. Is it, uh, I think this is a shot in the dark to RVP. <clears throat> well, him, just Vavregas, Alex Song, they've been captains of Arsenal. Patrick Vieira was a captain of Arsenal. Oh, so, yeah. It's a, <laughs> they usually leave. They all leave. Hey, it's look, a, that's another, that's another uh, striker who was a captain, RVP. And you can't lie, they were actually doing pretty uh, good. With I, I, I thought he was more of a winger. Doesn't necessarily justify my argument, but I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't justify my argument at all. But <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I really don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> there you go. Got yourself in a bind there, sir. <laughs> I mean, he's not really a forward. <laughs> yeah, he's not a forward. He's a winger. Uh, okay, where the hell are wingers at? That's not important. They're they're on the side. <laughs> they're, they're they're not up front. <laughs> it's like it's like saying, oh yeah, you don't need the the French fries. But I'm the, really losing this argument. Side. I think I'm actually yeah, kind of really like are. I'm even. I, I think even I'm losing myself in this argument. But Jesus Christ. Anyways, um, but you know, going back to this story, Jesus Christ, we dug ourselves in a hole here, uh, but. <laughs> But yeah, so we obviously, dug or you dug? I dug myself in this hole. But uh, but anyway, so once again, Obama said that you know that Mikel Arteta was essentially the one tripping. Like he was just you know in his own, and he had his problem. He had the problems with Obama. Obama really was just doing himself, which sounds pretty fair to be honest. That that really does sound like something Obama would say. It was just I'm just doing me. I don't know what he's tripping about. But Arteta, before he went 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 to explain his side. He once wanted to reiterate that he did express that Aubameyang is an amazing player. He wanted to show his appreciation for his time at Arsenal because, let's face it, Arsenal probably wouldn't even be in a good position if it wasn't for Aubameyang. Yep. Mind you, a, a good position is seventh place. But <laughs> and, and I mean, it's not. It's not being relegated. It's not being relegated. As, as long as you're in the upper half, um, but. You know, obviously, like, and it's going to be a big, it's a big loss to lose Aubameyang because he is a big part of Arsenal's attack, especially since he came into Arsenal. But, you know, I will say the disciplinary issues, the fact that, you know, uh, COVID and obviously that meant that he was breaking team rules if there was any team rules. Um, but he, you know, clearly wasn't following them because he got COVID. 
So there, there was that issue. Um, but I think it, it was pretty obvious that uh, Obama was not part of Arsenal's future plans. Um, the only issue is that they didn't necessarily execute on the fallback plan of <laughs> what we're going to do when Obama leaves. I mean, you obviously they tried so much to get Vlahovic. Um, you know, they tried to get Morata. Morata said no. Um, uh, you know, they tried to go for Locatelli as well, or there was rumor. Uh, Locatelli. Yeah. Well, that was like in the summer, but that's not a that's not a striker. <laughs> I, I, I guess you can play Locatelli as striker. <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> At this point, put Jaka <laughs> up as striker. <laughs> but, you can't get a red card if you're playing up front. Actually, yeah, you might. You might. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously they they put all their money in this in this January transfer and try to get Vlahovic. That didn't pan out. Obviously, is now he's in Juventus. Um, and obviously now, like uh, now they're kind of like you know rummaging through. They kind of are like, hey, like I said, you know, you know, you know, we were just kidding about the whole wanting to get rid of you kind of thing. Here, here, here's the captain's <laughs> armband. Um, please don't leave. <laughs> At yeah, least it's trademark to of, be a striker before you leave yet, buddy. Um, so they're they're kind of like that that uh that uh that like hey uh please don't leave us. Like we'll give you whatever you want. At, at this point, Arsenal is like space. you know uh, obviously today you know we're recording this on Monday, which is Valentine's Day. It's like the Valentine the Valentine's Day dance, and like. Arsenal was pretty sure that they were going to somehow find somebody before before the Valentine's Day dance. And at this point, now they're just like, hey, you, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, you, what, what you doing? You got any plans? Hey. Like, oh, God, the last minute, the last minute one where it's like right after school. Like, like oh, hey, man, the dance you want to go? Hey, do you want to go there? <laughs> I mean, you're already going anyways. Why don't we just go together? <laughs> it, that's horrible, bro. Oh, but it's so God. fitting. It's the worst part I of it. I know. It's so fitting. Uh, I'm also kind of mad right now because obviously the Rams won the Super Bowl. Stan Kroenke owns the Rams. He also owns uh, Arsenal, unfortunately. That's never going to happen to him lifting a trophy here. But anyway. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, going back to Arteta, Arteta uh, ends up believe, and, and I do agree with with Arteta on the part that it was for the best for Arsenal for Obama to leave. Um, also, despite acknowledging the fact that he is a crucial part of Arsenal's attack, but the thing with 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 me, the only issue is that you let him go. Like, yeah, I think. I think they're still paying a little bit of, of I, I think they're paying a part of a bombing salary. I'm not entirely sure what, what exactly is going on there, but um, you, you, you essentially got nothing for him. And, and so that's the part that bugs me. You either got nothing for him or you didn't bring anybody to essentially replace him, which, which I'm fine riding with Lacazette. Or you know how, how high I've been on Lacazette for such a long time. I have his jersey, so yep. that means he's leaving. Um, <laughs> I'm also that, a, that, a that, curse for that Arsenal. Jer- that Hector's that cur- that uh, cursed jersey curse. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, the jersey curse. I mean, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> God, that sucks. <laughs> but Jeez. you know, Lacazette. You know, I'm okay with riding with Lacazette. 
But when you look, once you pass that up, you know, you got Eddie Nicotia, which I do like Eddie Nicotia, but I'm not necessarily sold on him yet. Uh, you send Balagon on loan. And at this point, your other option is to have Martinelli, you know, prepare him to play striker, which I, I'm sure Martinelli can. And I'm actually, and you know, I've been just excited to see Martinelli, which once again, I would love to see the front three being epic because at this point, you're paid this guy way too much to not have him playing. Uh, Martinelli at striker and then Saka at left and just see what the, what, what that gives you. And obviously Smith Rowe playing at that 10 spot. Um, and Odegaard somewhere there, but. At this point, I'm ready to ride with that and, and see for what it is. But you, you you do feel that Arsenal should at least have had something in plan if you're going to let Aubameyang go. Like you can't just let a guy like Aubameyang leave and not have something of equal or better uh, contribution come in to replace him. Because um, you know Lacazette hasn't necessarily looked like Lacazette from Leon since coming to Arsenal. Uh, Martinelli. You, so as as excited as I am for Martinelli, that's still a gamble of its own of its own right. And the same thing you can say for Eddie Nketiah. You would have loved to have seen a for sure striker because I think that's really what's missing for Arsenal right now. Besides the defensive midfielder, so Shaka isn't playing anymore. But um, but anyways, how do you feel about Arteta kind of trying to explain his his reasoning behind letting Aubameyang go? I mean, I think, I think he's, he's, he has to explain it that way. He can't really be like, well, you know, cause I, I'm pretty sure a lot of Arsenal fans were actually pretty cool with Obama Yang. So if you were to say, oh, well, I'm only doing this because, you know, of the team owner or, you know, or, or my decision, um, he's going to lose a lot of, uh, a lot of backing, uh, when it comes to the fans. So I'm pretty sure he did have to say like have to say say it like that. Like he's not he's not attacking Obama Yang, but at the same time he's like, well, you know, I'm also, you know, I want to say that he was very crucial when he was here at Arsenal and it wasn't a, a bad kind of decision. So I think um I think he's trying to kind of play try kind of play on the fence. Like he's not approving of what Obama Young has done, but he's also like, you know, I'm going to also acknowledge the fact that he did a lot for this club. So he's trying to, he's, he's sitting on the fence, basically. So he's trying to be good, just in case of a certain circumstances come through. Um, so yeah, uh, it's just, I think, I think he should be okay. Like, I guess, I, I guess I, I can agree with his with what he with his rebuttal, I guess that's what I would call it. Oh yeah, I totally agree on that. It, it does seem like very on the fence, not trying to like overstep anybody's boundary, like trying not to pick a side in, in some sense. Like he's like, yeah, Obama was great, but I think it was best for the club. Yeah, yeah, I totally get what you what you're going with that one. Um, but you know what? What's done is done. Obama is now at Barcelona. Um, I don't I don't know if I saw him play. Oh, I mean, I'm, it's not like I watched Barcelona games, but like. <laughs> Did he play? Uh, I think he can't, he he played late at the at the last, but I don't, I don't think he did play uh, this past one. Okay, I know he played in the Atletico Madrid game, but I, I wasn't sure about this recent game um, that they had. But anyways, so that's what's going on uh, with with our, you know. There we go. We can we can move on from from this bombing Arteta and Arsenal thing. Weirdly enough, they all start with the letter A, but uh, 
But continuing on, man. And uh, we're going to talk about the, the new number 10 for the U.S. women's national team. And that's Lizzie, Lindsay Horan, also the, cap, the new captain of the U.S. women's national team. And she has, is going back to France um, to play for Lyon on loan from the Portland Thorns, uh, which, I mean, if you guys know anything about the women's uh, soccer in Europe, Lyon is a powerhouse <laughs> in women's soccer. They've won you know, multiple Champions Leagues. Um, I believe the first Ballon d'Or winner for the women's side it, uh, played for Lyon. Um, so, I mean, if, there, if there's a, a club to be joining, Lyon is definitely the club to join. So I think that's a really interesting, a great move for Lindsay Horan, someone who's already accomplished so much with the Portland Thorns over at the NWSL. And now she is making her return to France, which it, last time she was in France was in 2016 when she played for PSG. And uh, Edward, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure if you knew about this, but there was a, a, a con- well, not, I don't necessarily want to say it's controversy, but um, an issue that happened for Lindsay Horan during her time at PSG, which was where her coaches were body shaming her, saying that she needed to lose weight. Um, that happened. <laughs> so, so oh, I'm sure she definitely wants like a, a revenge game against PSG uh, for sure. But her, her, her goal of returning to, to Europe, specifically playing for Lyon, is that she is seeking that, that one thing that she feels that she hasn't accomplished, which I mean, she's a World Cup winner. A gold medalist. I mean, what else would she would she want to accomplish at this point? And that's winning the women's Champions League. And obviously, if you're talking about if you're talking about Leon, I mean, you you feel like she definitely has a really good chance of winning it with that club. Um, but but yeah, Edward, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you you know share your thoughts of of how you feel about Lindsay Horan kind of making taking herself back to France, taking herself back to the European stage to win that elusive Champions League title? Um, well, I mean, honestly, like, good on her because um, she's going back to Europe to, to play uh, European football, um, especially, like you said, after the whole, you know, body shaming deal. I, I feel like she has a lot to prove. She still has a lot of... Uh, she still has a lot of spark in her. So it's not like, oh, you know, like it's, it's at the end of their career kind of feel. I mean, uh, I think she still, she still has a, a few more, a few more shots in there. So I'm just, uh, I think, I think I'm, I'm pretty excited for her. No, yeah. I think, I think the phrase unfinished business is what I think when, with her decision of going to Leon, um, I think it's pretty straightforward. Uh, so I think I, I'm, I'll definitely be look, excited to see if you guys want coverage on the women's game over in Europe or the NWSL. Make sure you guys check out our, our good friend Mackenzie over at Wilso Digital Media and also Jackie of Women Kickballs. They're, they're two really great, uh, at covering the women's game. So if you guys, cause trust us, we, we, we're not the guys <laughs> to be, be covering it. We'll touch it up here and there, especially because we, we, you know, we're both our, our, our diehard fans of Trinity Rodman. But if you guys want the real lowdown, all the info, everything that you want to get, news, recaps, it's Women Kickballs and Wilson Digital Media. So make sure you guys check those two out. They're doing great. Props to them. Um, we'll give them as much shout outs as we possibly can because they're grinding out just as much as we are. And uh, 
they're doing it. They're doing it really good. And I, I love how supportive the women's soccer community is with each other. So go ahead and check them out for sure. Especially because I'm sure they'll be touching up on Lindsay Horant, who once again is the U.S. women's national team's number 10 and captain. So, you know, she, you know, she wants to win herself a Champions League to, to improve that resume of hers a little bit more. If you, if you get what I mean. And once again, Lindsay Horan, amazing player. If you guys haven't watched her play, there's a reason why she's taking the number 10, uh, the, the number 10 that was previously worn from Carly Lloyd. And Carly Lloyd was <laughs> actually the one that gave it to her. So yeah. rem- remember that. All right, Edward. <laughs> you know, a, a lot of interesting things have happened. Well, not interesting, but a lot of crazy shit has happened already in 2022 when it comes to like soccer in general, specifically players off field issues. Um, you know, uh, we know about Benjamin Mendy. We don't want to touch about that. We don't want to touch that with uh, football. Yeah. Mason Greenwood isn't looking any better. He's not um, looking any good. And now we have Kurt Zuma. So if you guys don't know, Kurt Zuma previously played for Chelsea, ended up getting transferred over to uh, West Ham United, um, has been actually the, a big signing for West Ham United specifically. Um, so, <laughs> I, I'm still flabbergasted that that this happened, <laughs> but uh, a video came out that was not. It wasn't leaked. It literally was posted on social media. Um, oh gosh! Of uh, of him kicking a cat, specifically his cat. Uh, oh, like and it okay. wasn't like a playful I, kick. Seen, like I've never I will. Seen, okay, I, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you all this right now. Hands up! Don't don't try to attack me. But I play fight with Robo. One by by the way, Robo is a seventy pound pit bull. <laughs> he's a big dog. I play fight with him. So like I lightly like like you know, I lightly tap him with my foot. Not like go full on and try to break his ribs or anything like that. But we play. We play like I'm, you know, you know, we're fighting and you know, we wrestle and everything. Like and, and once again, there's limitations. I don't necessarily try to kill my dog, but you know, it, it's it's fun. One, it's a workout for me, and two, it puts it, you know, he gets him tired enough for him to go to sleep. So it's a win-win for me because I get a workout out of it. What what sucks is I'm covered with dog hair afterwards, but that's like. But and Edward has even seen me do this. Like he knows that I'm not. Yep. I'm not going hard on him or anything like that. Like we're really playing, and He's my really dog doesn't not. bite me. So clearly we're playing. So, uh, but this guy went full on like send this. You know, like he's trying to score a penalty kick with this cat, and it was. <laughs> I just this like. Why? Who? <laughs> my like my question is. Why? Why? Who? Who had the bright idea to post this on? Who saw this? It was like, yeah, I'm posting this on social media. I, uh, dude, that is just that is just horrible, man. This is like one of I the things that me and I were complaining about in this world. Not everything needs to be broadcast. I mean, you know, thank God this was broadcasted, but not everything needs to be broadcasted. Uh, I don't know, man. Well, anyway, so the cats were, were ended up take were taken away from Zuma. Uh, I mean, that's that's the least the least they could do. Um, Adidas actually yeah. ends up dropping uh, their sponsorship with Kurt Zuma, and not only has he has he been been punished. I believe I don't I don't know. No, he actually ended up playing, so I guess not really punished. Um, <laughs> but his brother Yoan, who recorded it, uh, so we now we know the idiot for posting the video was his brother. Um, he was, he actually received suspension for recording and posting the video, um, cause he's an idiot. <laughs> so, 
Um, and what's funny was, uh, so like, like I said, he played the next game. So Kurt Duma played the next game and, uh, I forgot who they played, but they ended up making a chant that it was Kurt Zuma plays center back. Uh, Kurt Zuma likes to kick his fucking cat. Damn. So seriously? Yeah. That was a chance. That's, that was a chance. That, <laughs> that was, was a chance. That just, that was just, that just sounds horrible, bro. But obviously it's because they were trolling, uh, Kurt Zuma. Yeah, but Once next you know, man, he might uh, he might rage and take it on on his cat. <laughs> like I'm just okay. I think uh, that was a troll. Before, before we get even further into this, this, this headline, and, and I I know I'm laughing, and and, and so I know there's people that are like very, very and every one of them that gets like very defensive about you know cruelty to animals. Um, oh yeah, and, and, and I'm gonna say this that. People, there's people out there that value animals more than people. <laughs> you know, like there's people that love cats. There's literally a Netflix, uh, a Netflix series, like a documentary series called "Don't Fuck with Cats." And oh, if you guys haven't watched yeah. that, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say watch it. If you have nothing going on for yourself, yes, go ahead and watch it because it's literally, it was literally a pandemic <laughs> thing to watch. Um, but it's, it's painful to watch, honestly. It's just funny because they think that they really were a part of the crime investigation. <laughs> that's, oh, that's the real sad part. <laughs> uh, no, with uh, me, it was like the footage of the cats, man. That shit is so... Oh, yeah. That, but that, that we're talking about don't fuck with cats. We're not talking about like that. With Kurt. I mean, Kurt Zuma still, that's, that's still pretty bad. I wouldn't punt a cat. Like, I mean, <laughs> literally, but it was like Kyle playing is, kick the baby. Just, I, it was literally Kyle I, playing kick the baby except it was kick the cat. Um, it's not like I said, kick cat, kick the cat. Yeah, kick, kick, kick the cat, kick the baby. Yeah, it was. But anyways, uh, obviously you're 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 a big lover of animals. Um, where where are you at this at this state, <sighs> bro? Uh, I I, any, I like I'll be honest, like me. So when I had a cat, um. I actually this like, cat was actually like named to, Kitty, by the way. Yeah, it was Kitty, and then my dad called him Pancho. My mom called him Diamante, so it was like all kind of different names. Okay. So. Anyways, yeah. So, anyways, um, so when when we basically had this cat, he actually liked to wrap himself up on our feet. So what I would do is I would just raise up my foot, and then like he'd lay down on top of my foot. And he'd, um, he'd so, so you were essentially doing like legless, yeah, like legless with him, yeah. And then he would put like his stomach on my foot and then put the front paws on the floor. And then, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty, it was, it was pretty adorable, you know, like, but that's as hot, that's as hard as I've, I've kicked. I guess you could say, like, it's not even a kick. I don't consider it a kick. No, that's a leg lift. Like, you're, you're using your cat as a, as weight. So. Yeah, especially that heavy ass fat ass. But but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but continue on with with Kurt Zuma basically like kicking a penalty with his cat. I just uh, I don't even want to look at it online. Honestly, I've seen it's 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 crazy enough as it is, man. With all the all the animal abuse going on, but it's like I'm pretty sure he was probably doing it for laughs and for 
you know, some trolls and stuff like that. But damn, you can't really be doing that for for views for for shit like that, especially when you're doing your high profile. You know. Yeah, because you know Peter's gonna Peter's gonna attack Peter's, you. Peter's gonna ooh man. <laughs> But but so there was some people that were trying to speak on Kurzuma's Kurzuma did end up apologizing uh, publicly. Um, obviously, there's the thing is you know when and anybody does like a a, a public apology, you you already know no one's going to be happy with the apology. Like that's yeah, that's 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 a no brainer. Like no one's going to be satisfied with yeah he apologized. That's all <laughs> you know. So well, it's like okay. so so to me, whenever everybody says the public apology, I feel like. He actually goes out and talks and, you know, says, I'm sorry for this. Nowadays, a public apology is just releasing a video on your Twitter or on your Instagram. And you essentially note tap it. (laughs) You screenshot a note tap. Yeah, pretty much. So that's to me, a public apology. Nowadays, that's not even a public apology anymore, in my opinion. No, you're absolutely right on that one. Um, But but there was some some people that came into the defense of Zuma, and, and that starts off with David Moyes, uh, the manager of, of West Ham United, who who uh, he he preaches on giving Zuma a second chance. Um, okay. Which I mean, all right. So this so, so this is where <laughs> I'm, I'm going like, to go uh, with this. All right, all right. I, you got to remember. Uh, we kind of not not similar like not similar to this, but uh, I, and I'm not trying to compare these two situations because clearly one is clearly really bad. I, I mean, this is bad, but I mean, what what this player did was far far like it, it goes against everything, that, you know. Especially because you know, once again, Rubble, Rubble's of rescue. So just pointing that out, um, and that's Michael Vick. <laughs> so. Uh. And if you guys oh, don't, geez. if you guys don't know anything about Michael Vick, so Michael Vick, quarter, uh, quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons at that time, uh, he ends up getting arrested because uh, of you know dog fighting. Um, you know he was having, you know he had a bunch of dogs in his home and he used them for fighting, and so the police ended up, you know, someone investigated at his home and they found all these dogs. Um, you know, obviously, clearly were you know fought because of where they, you know, the markings, and then as they went deeper into his home, they found. You know where they buried the dogs that clearly were not winning, um, and if you guys don't, if you guys don't know what happens to dogs that don't win, well, well, they're not living. <laughs> so they, 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 let's be honest, they get put down, and not in a very humane way either. Yeah, and I mean, luckily Robo was not one of those cases. Um, you know, Heidi always asked me like if Robo was a good fighting dog, and I was like, I, I think the fact that he was abandoned. Uh, is a sign that he wasn't. Uh, so, <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> damn. Wow. Um, so, back to the conversation. That so, anyways, going back to uh, it. So, Michael, you know, obviously they they found this investigation. They, they Peter wanted you know Michael Michael Vick's uh, head and uh, you know head on a on a on a on a spike and everything. You know, they wanted him done. You know, go to jail, end his career, um, and all that. And and you know, yeah, he went to jail. You know, that's what it happened. Um, and then obviously there was a, a community that was like, we're talking about dogs here. Um, not saying that's where I'm at right now, but you know, there was some people that were like, are we really mad at somebody over a dog? And it's like, 
Yes, <laughs> yes, we are actually mad. I, 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 was, in, I was in the yes. I, I was in the yes pile. I was in the yes. Pile. I was on the yes pile as well. <laughs> do I, I? I am still one of those people that do believe in in giving people second chances. Though. Don't don't think you know there is there is a there, there there people do deserve at least chance at retribution. Not all of them, you know. Not all of them, but <laughs> you know, I, for this case, I feel like retribution was a possibility. Um, because you got to think about where Michael Vick comes from. And for them, that's something you see every day. Something that you don't, even police, you know, police see what's going on and they don't do anything about it because, you know, messed up as it is, we're talking about dogs. Um, and so in their, in growing up for them, in their minds, that's normal. And so, yeah. from, you know, so that's kind of like what happened with Michael Vick. Clearly, you know, he, he, he did his best to try to believe, you know, trying to redeem himself. And he even, you know, did his community service by speaking up against, you know, dog fighting, uh, and, and, you know, trying to, you know, gain the trust of, of those, those communities to say that, Hey, I'm not that bad of a guy. Um, this <laughs> happened and I'm just trying to move on from it. But anyways, My thing is like, was he, was he legit about it? But yeah, anyways, let's, let's keep going. But going back to Kurt Zuma. And I'm sure that there's people on, are we really talking about a cat? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, there's, there's going to be people. I, I guarantee you. it's It's just not going to happen. It's, it's not, you know, there's people that are going to be, well, he's a terrible human being. He kicked the cat. And then there's other people that are going to be like, we're talking about a cat. And, uh, and, and here comes Mikhail Antonio. <laughs> uh, Do, does he have a fair point? Yes. Is he? Are we talking about apples and oranges? Yes. <laughs> we really, this is definitely one of those apples and oranges. And I'll give you guys the quote as of what I'm talking about. So he was asked by the press, because obviously he's a West Ham United, he's teammates with Kurt Zuma, on his thoughts of Kurt Zuma. And uh, maybe they should have never thought about asking him because this was the response. Uh, here's here's Mike, uh, Mikhail Antonio's response. I've got a question for you. Do you think what he has done is worse than racism? Oh, oh man! Uh, <laughs> well, I'm I mean, trying so hard not to laugh oh, at this because I don't want man. people to think I'm like I don't care about racism. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. We okay, both know that you care. I'm not condoning a thing that he has done. I don't agree with what he's done at all. But there are people that have been convicted and caught for racism and have played football afterwards. I have I have got to ask this question to everyone now. Is what what he has done worse than what the people have done that are convicted for racism? I have a I, before before I let you talk, Edward. How do you get convicted for racism? Uh, uh, <laughs> how does someone I mean, get I mean, convicted? Maybe maybe, for- maybe 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 he's talking about like the hate crimes. Maybe that's what he's I, talking I, about. I think that's probably what he's talking about. Because <laughs> I was really curious as to like how do you get convicted for racism? Because if so. I don't want to tell. <laughs> like, people, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But anyways, um, kind of, kind of a stretch. Here. I, I'm with you, Mikhail. I don't, don't think I'm. I'm, not, I'm not, I don't. I get your point. <laughs> but once again, apples and oranges over here. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but I get what he's saying. I mean, like, you know, people have have dealt with. If you want to throw it out there, I don't. I don't think he was convicted for racism, but you know, Luis Suarez, he he said some things to Patrice Evra, and um, yeah, 
you know, Luis Suarez is still doing his thing out there. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, people have done, you know, racism is clearly a, a really good point. Um, uh, but obviously we don't condone kicking the cat either. Um, I think you can be on both sides here. <laughs> I think you can be, I think you can be yeah. on, on the same page for both, for both things here. So, <laughs> so if I, let me, let me, let me get my two cents in. So, um, but just to let you know, like me personally, ah, shit, you know, my cat got run over. Um, they gave me the, the collar and all this and that and all said and done, you know, really nothing more I can do about it. Um, but I just feel like maybe a fine. I'm not saying that, oh, you know, a cat's live is not worth, you know, a certain amount of money or book him, Dano. But I'm just saying, um, I feel like a fine Maybe like a, like a, I, I hate to say this, but like a slap on the wrist, like something, some, like some sort of not, not a misdemeanor, but something that can actually show it on it. And then there's a fine on it and that actually make him, you know, give a, a substantial amount to like PETA or anything that has to do with like the foundation of, 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 of animals. Mm-hmm. Maybe then. Yeah, I mean, Kurt Zuma is gonna definitely have to do some some good just just to, just, to, just to clear up his name. Yeah, because I mean, the crazy the crazy cat lady is gonna go right after his ass, you know. Yeah, you know the the people from Don't Fuck with Cats are gonna are already on the case. So, um, do I agree with what Mikhail Tanya has said? He, he makes a really good point, but uh, <laughs> you know, he he went there. He went. <laughs> that's all I gotta say for that one. But you know, Kurt Zuma. One, and once again, this goes back to why are we recording everything that we're doing? Like, like, Yoan, why'd you, re- like, it's okay, you recorded the brother kicking the cat, but why'd you post it? Like, not everything needs to be published for the public to see, you know? Um, I mean, for one, you know, for one, um, you know, being a high, like I said, a high profile celebrity. Uh, up in, you know, in England, especially being a soccer player, professional soccer player, it's a, it's a big deal. But I mean, if you do that, like here, you have to be a football player or a basketball player or actor, something of that caliber, but it's like, doesn't make too much big of a splash here. So it's kind of like, like I said, um, it's not like, he shot the cat in video, you know, like kind of like that. At that point, yeah, you gotta you gotta do something more serious at that point. But kicking him, I mean, is a cat okay? Like that was my deal, you know. Um, also, um, how do I say this? Um, like you said, why are we recording everything that we see? I mean, it like, kind of just goes back, especially, especially. To, like, like freaking. Okay, uh, I know, I know, we don't want to touch Mason Greenwood with the ten foot pole, but I'm not talking about that part of Mason Greenwood's life. I'm talking about him and, and freaking Phil Foden recording themselves talking to these girls, clearly breaking England's COVID protocols here, and you, yeah. and you get posted. <laughs> so like, all right, let's go all the way back to to here in America. So, a good reference here. 
Um, Nick Young, uh, Swaggy P, basketball player. You know, everybody knows. Everybody knows Nick Young to some extent. Everybody knows him for the great gift of him missing a three pointer and thought he made it and it, it missed because uh, he looked back and away. Damn. Um, he he was you know he was engaged to Iggy Azalea at the time. Um, D'Angelo Russell. Uh, he's uh, at that time a promising point guard. I haven't heard about him since. It's been a while since I've heard about him. But anyways, um, he ends up recording Nick Young talking about how he's cheating on his fiance and put it on Snapchat. Right. I, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, for yeah. Iggy Azalea's sake, I mean, you know, it's good that she found out uh, the loyalty of, of of Nick Young. But at the same time, it's like, bro, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah, like, where, where, where's your head at? <laughs> that's like, it's a very strict bro code violation right there. Uh, unless <laughs> they're not bros. So if that's the case, then they're terrible roommates. But, um... <laughs> They're terrible. I mean, they're both in the room. They're both in the same hotel room. But, um, right. But anyways, like, but but you know, kind of going back to this cartoon, I think why why is this being posted? I don't know. I think it's very just very easy to explain that these guys are idiots. Um, yeah, why did he viciously kick his cat? I have no idea. But, um, and then that the question then lingers on to is this an occurrence? Like, how often do we does he kick his cat? So. <laughs> Wow, I, I don't even know. What you, to don't, say you don't just randomly just kick your cat like that just one day, like Ugh. <laughs> you know, like I mean, like <laughs> I just, I just don't. Well, know all right, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you this. I'm gonna end it on this note. When, uh, for example, the cat more than likely when he senses danger, he's gonna run away, or he senses a very disturbed individual, he's gonna run away, especially after he's experienced. Uh, something like that, you know, or she's experienced something like that, like the cat. So I, I feel like just like a human, you know, like shit, you get you get hit, you're not gonna go back there and be like, oh, let me go ahead and try to hug this person that hit me, you know, like you know, it's just just that type of. I think that's just that type of way that I think the the cat would be thinking, because I mean, dogs are the same way, you know. Oh, when, when Robo sees me yelling at Arsenal, he just like, I need to get out of this room. So in a sense, I'm like, maybe, maybe he hasn't done it, you know, constantly. It could be a new cat. It could be the same cat. It could be, you know, it was his like first time, just like I said, randomly trying to get on TikTok and make all kinds of crazy ass shit. So I, I really think um, he, he's in the wrong, of course. But like I said, I think it should just be like a, a fine of some sorts, misdemeanor-ish kind of fine. No, I, I, I totally agree with you on that one. It's a, it, there, the punishment definitely needs to be put. I mean, you know, he lost his sponsorship deal. Um, I don't know about, about like ending his career, but... No, yeah. no, no, no. I, I don't think so. Definitely the only a fine. way it ends his career, the only way it ends his career is if like his like his manager or who is in charge of his, his stuff is a big, big caliber. That's the only way I can see his, his career going down the toilet. And not even down the toilet, just he just gets let like, go oh, and then in the APL, somebody will pick him up, you know? 
This guy really punted his cat. That's all I gotta say. Don't tell me you uh, looked up the video. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm watching <laughs> it right now. Oh. It, it's just, he just punted his cat. Like, it's just... Yeah, so... <laughs> I think this is just ridiculous. Once again, good thing that they took the cats away from him. I think that's that's a punishment fits the crime right there. A fine, definitely. Um, him having to, you know, like you said, kind of donate some money to to a, to a good charity, maybe be a spokesperson for the charity. Uh, probably yeah. everyone would be kind of hesitant having him be the spokesperson. But hey, look, Michael Vick was became the spokesperson for for against dog fights. So I mean, like you know, people can change. Um, yeah, this was just it was just idiotic. Uh, uh, just idiotic for him to be punting his cat, and then idiotic for his brother to be recording this. Thinking, oh man, this is gonna be so funny, but. Like I said, the world we live in, Edward. The world we live in, Edward. Yep. And and this continues because we're going into our debate topic. Our debate topic is brought to you by the Insert Name FC clothing store. Um, That's right. We got a clothing store. Uh, Yeah. Right now, it's very basic, the layouts, the designs we have. Uh, Maybe once me and Edward can be, and and Spencer, we become more uh, artistic with with these designs. We'll, we'll drop some some more looks uh, coming your way, but right now we just have the basic insert name FC logo, shirts, hoodies. Um, so make sure you guys go ahead and check it out. Once again, link is in the in the bio. It's the fir- the first thing that pops up on our link tree is the insert name FC clothing store. So go ahead and and get yourself some insert name FC swag. We'll we'll we'll, we'll work on some stuff. We'll you know once once I'm I can master graphic design. Um, <laughs> Can't promise you that. Well, <laughs> can't promise you that. Um, way to tuck yourself up there, buddy. <laughs> thanks, Bonfire, uh, for, for providing us with the clothing store. And uh, Edward, today's debate topic. And this is a topic that uh, we've touched up a few times now. And, you know, obviously, and, and, you know, now we're seeing some strides from the Mexican Federation on this. And that's obviously, if you guys don't know, is Mexican fans getting, uh, you know, Punished and Mexico, the Mexican national team being punished as well for discriminatory chants, which is it's the puto chant. It, it is the puto chant. I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. It, it is literally the puto chant that, that they're specifically mad at. Probably also mad at Culero, but more so the puto chant. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, obviously the Mexican Federation have made a stance that they will be banning fans if they end up getting caught doing the puto chant, which is. Uh, so I'm guessing we're just going to ban the whole stadium, um, if that's the case. But um, but they're making strides to try to stop it. Um, there's a, a a forefront. You know, you have the, you even have Mexican players like making having to do videos to to tell people just stop. You know, it doesn't need to be said. If you don't say it at home, you don't say it at the games. Um, which you know, some great troll jobs come from that. Those videos also. So like, oh, we say it at home, so that means we can say it at the games. Like oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, But but here's the debate topic, Edward. Uh, We've kind of said our thoughts about this plenty of times, but we never really discussed on this part. And this is where the debate comes in. Um, And and that is realistically, can the puto chant really be stopped? Uh, Realistically, I don't think so. If anything, let's say, for example, they do crazy bannings. You know, like that. They're going to come out with something else. Yeah, because the thing is with me is obviously that, you know, FIFA, CONCACAF, they've directly punished the national team. Like, you know, they're like, oh, you can't have fans in this game. 
oh, we have to stop the game because, you know, people are being discriminatory. Yeah, because um, at that point, like, it's going to get really which Now it feels like a guaranteed tired. every Mexican game that they have to stop. <laughs> it seems yeah. automatic. Like, I mean, we saw it in the CONCACAF Nations League. We saw it in the CONCACAF Gold Cup. I haven't seen it in a friendly, so, I mean, I, I think that's progress. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I don't really so know. Excited for that. <laughs> I think there's some progress there. I don't. I don't know. But I mean, clearly, clearly, if people are still touching up on this subject, clearly it hasn't. Maybe it's because there wasn't fans in Mexico. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> that's probably what it was. <laughs> hey guys, we haven't had an incident. It's because there's nobody here. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> sorry, that was just. So stupid when I said yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, oh, so, man. so uh, can it really be stopped? Um, you know, you kind of don't think so. What do you think? <sighs> well, clearly, oh. punishing the team hasn't helped. <laughs> <laughs> <What's it? What's laughs> <it? laughs> like, like you know, the the L three fans are like, you know, oh, puro Mexico, Mexico gets punished. We're still gonna say it. <laughs> it's like, uh, so it hasn't really yeah. worked out that great. Um, so it, I don't know, man. To me, it's interesting. I know I talked to to a, a you know a former coworker of mine of how he you know how he felt, and he was kind of like, "It's not really the Mexicans, bro. It's I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> it's not really the Mexicans. It's it's the Mexican Americans that are doing this." Which I was just like, "Whoa, way to throw them under the bus!" <laughs> like, Damn, for real. <laughs> Um, it's not us, it's them. Damn. It's, it's the mixed prints. <laughs> I, like, so I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, I can't, look, I'm, I'm going to say this. Like, you know, in Mexico, when, when they go play in Australia, it's like, who's getting freaking beamed by a green laser? <laughs> the opposing teams. Uh, I'm sure they still do the chance. I, I, I you know, like the the national team gets punished, but they still do it anyways. I mean, like I I don't think they care. <laughs> uh, right. okay. and, and I'm I'm like, how are you really gonna ban a fan? Like to me, that's like the the thing I'm kind of curious about. It's like the thing. This is something I literally think about. Like even when I see people like storm the field, like apparently these guys get banned from the stadium, like a lifetime ban. Like how 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 do you know they're gonna? You know how do you know that they bought the ticket? Like you know what I mean? Like. Like, is there like a face recognition camera that's like there on the ready? Like, do they have like the security have like, you know, like do not, you know, like the 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 band lives like you know over in uh like in the office when when Michael doesn't pay his bill at the at the largest oh. egg roll, and oh, like it's, it's a right. wall of shame. He's <laughs> uh, like, like yes, he's like he's sad. Then like he just shows a picture, and you see Michael just holding the sign. <laughs> what, what, what did the sign say? Thief? Uh, 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 thief, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, how do you really ban somebody? Like, that's always one of those things I'm really intrigued by. Like, how do you truly ban a fan? Um, because I feel like there's there's avenues of still going to the games, which is not buying the ticket, just having somebody buy the ticket for you. <laughs> there's like a name recognition. <laughs> so like, I don't know. And then like, how do you? I mean, how many how many Victor Gonzalez's are out there? So I mean, like <laughs> that's a, that's another thing to think about. But um, yeah, I I don't know, man. I just I think it's like it's so in, embedded 
culturally in the game. And I'm, this is not just for Mexicans, but it's just that Mexicans are the ones that are getting exploited on it. Um, right. So it's like culturally, that's what they do. And it's kind of like embedded. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it sounds so awful saying this, but it's being taught. <laughs> It's not that it's, it's so awful saying it that <laughs> we're teaching our youth to do this. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're not wrong. I'll give you that. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to laugh at that part. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> it's like uh, that one thing that, 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 that nursery rhyme, uh, uh, Chino, Chino, Japones, Come Caca, No Me Des. <laughs> Oh God! Somebody taught us that. <laughs> I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna say what that means. Not even. No, not that'd, even. Be, that'd be me if I don't at least translate it. Okay, so basically, what he's trying to say is um, Chino uh, Chino Chinese Chinese it, Japanese Japanese Come caca e shit No me des none for me. Uh, <laughs> someone taught uh, us that. Yeah. No one did teach us that. That's horrible. <laughs> I, our culture is very like backwards. <laughs> Weird. No, 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 no. It's like okay, okay. No, 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 no. Let's put let's put it this way. So, dude, you know we have a never, nickname no, no, for, no, no, dark, wait, for the on, dark skin friend. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get to that. So, let's put it this way. You know how whenever, you know, there's certain people that are like, oh, teach me Spanish. And you're like, okay. What's the first thing they want to learn? They just want to learn the bad words. They just want to learn, they just want to learn all the bad crap. And then you're just like, okay. And you're happy to teach them because I, for one, I am, I'm one of those people. I'm like, all right, I, I can teach you that. Like, I, you know, this is something you really want. I was like, are you sure? Oh yeah, they told me this one time at my old job, yada yada yada. And I'm like, oh man, I was like, they told you to go sit on a dick. And then it's like, what? Like, I was like, and then, then sometimes they're like, oh yeah, they went to go tell you to go eat shit. And I was like, no. I was like, they were really nice. They even told me to say it to so and so. I was like, yeah, that's why. Because they <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 we're not good. We're not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so it's not even it's not even to the kids, it's also to like People who want to learn what certain things mean. Yeah, yeah. I remember so, there was this one guy that like he wanted he wanted to learn how to like to say I like I like you know I like. <laughs> damn it! Uh, come on, say it, bro. Jeez. Is it come on? How do, you, how do you say I like pussy? You know. <laughs> I mean, I would have honestly joked around and be like, I would have been like, Yo, Oh no, I, I was now. terrible. I was terrible that moment. I said, "Me gusta verga." Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, just, he, uh, went, he went up to one of my coworkers guy. and said it. And I just like let it happen. <laughs> uh, just let you know, uh, in, in Spanish, "verga" is the opposite of "pussy." <laughs> you're 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 such a horrible human being, bro. <laughs> yeah. You see, this is this is what I'm saying. This is mad. This is evil. I mean, you know, the Joker said it. Sometimes some people like to watch the world burn. Was that the Joker? Or was that Bane? No, it was the Joker. Uh, I could do my Bane voice, but I don't I don't want to. I don't think Bane <laughs> versus that. I know he said you merely adopted the darkness. 
Um, okay, yeah, it was, was a joke. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was Heath Ledger. Um, R.I.P. A- anyways, but, but yeah, so yeah, I just, I just don't see it happening. I just don't see it ever ending. I think people are always gonna do the chance. I mean, unless just maybe Gen Z, maybe this is where Gen Z is time to shine because clearly us millennials didn't do this right. Uh, so <laughs> maybe Gen Z could be the change for Mexican culture. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure one of us millennials taught them that too. This goes back to our, uh, the th- my three up, three down for, for, for being a millennial. We were responsible for how bad Gen Z is. <laughs> so, yep. hopefully, they, hopefully they can change Exhibit it. A, Exhibit A, the cool uncle. So the new generation over here. I did, I did help Heidi learn how to, how to sneak into movies. But that's not bad. Uh, no, I think that everybody learns that one. Oh man, but Heidi was so nervous. She was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know uh, why she was like, she's a good kid. That's she, she was no, she was like all about it. That's the funny part. But she was like, kind of like, you know how like, uh, when, when, uh, it was not Craig, uh, in the office when, when like Aaron wanted to be sneaky sneaks with, uh, with Daryl. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what Heidi was like. She was like all down to be all sneaky about going into the movie. <laughs> yeah. But that Aaron was like more, innocent. Yeah. And the way you made it seem, it was like she was like about to walk in with beer or something. No, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm saying like I'm saying like the way that you made it seem like she's all shaking and nervous about it. Like she she's like, I'm not ready for this. She's like, I'm not ready for this step. No, yeah. No, she was she was like, she's like, do we need to buy a ticket again? I was like, no, we just walk in there. Oh, <laughs> And then she like giggled as we went in. Like they're not gonna check us. And I'm like, I, I know that's just how it works. <laughs> it was during the day. No one's got, no one no one's packing a movie theater during the day. <laughs> but uh, during the, at night it's a little it's a different ball game. At night it's different sneaking into movies. But yeah, I mean everybody does it. Yeah, at this point everything's like available on streaming services, so there's like no point in going to movie theaters now. Um. They're gonna still do it, but I mean, there's no real point to it, anyways. But it, so me and I were both view that, the, yeah, I don't think it's ever gonna end the Puto chant. There's there's a slim chance, but I don't know if if punishing the Mexican national team isn't gonna do it, then I don't know what will. Um, I mean, it's not even about punishing the Mexican team; it's uh, the fans, really. Yeah, but I mean, that's kind of what FIFA's been doing. Is like, oh, we're gonna continue to punish your national team. So if you keep doing this, we're gonna keep punishing them. So you can't go watch them play. Um, I mean, they're gonna keep going doing it no matter what. It's, it's you can't really take that away. And then even if the players say, "Hey, you know, guys, you stop it," they get more pissed off. And then yeah, they'll probably stop it if they keep being not lenient with that with that rule. Shoot. Like if they actually. You know, it, you know what really piss off a Mexican fan is if, if like, if FIFA just says screw it and just let, like, just have them not qualify for the World Cup. No, that's what I'm saying. I was like, if they do that for the qualifiers, then maybe, you know, they'll actually stop it. Deep down, there's someone in Panama right now that just heard that. He's like, oh man, let's have that, let's have that happen. <laughs> Damn, yeah. <laughs> like, just, Mexico gone. 
Who's in Jamaica? No, not Jamaica. Oh my God. I think El Salvador's in fifth. Yeah. Oh my God. I think it, so. Does that, does it, let's lose to New Zealand. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> come on. Dude. Come on, Mexico. Get banned from the Dude, It's dude. not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. Everybody knows what the, where the money comes from, and that's Mexico. They won't make it. They yeah. won't go far in the World Cup, but, you know, <laughs> who packs Nobody the stadium? World Cup jerseys. Who packs the stadium? <laughs> Mexico. Uh, yeah. Those fans travel. That's, that's shoot, freaking going to Russia. <laughs> so, it, they, they do travel. I will say that for their national team. Oh, they yeah. will travel. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, but yeah, so that's the bait topic. Clearly, me and we have zero faith that that's ever gonna fix get fixed uh, at this point. So um, maybe you guys think differently. Maybe go ahead. It's it's posted now on social media. So go ahead and share us your thoughts. Tell us that we're wrong. Um, maybe maybe point out something else that was that you were taught as a child that that you look back now and you're like, wow, that's really bad. Um, so yeah, growing up Hispanic is is basically that moment right there as well. But yeah, so. Share your thoughts on the on the social media post. If you guys have an idea for a debate topic, you go ahead and drop it on our social media on the post as well, or you can send us a person uh, a DM once again on Instagram and Twitter at InstagramMFC. If we like the topic, we'll go ahead and have it on the show, give you a shout out, and we'll even give you a shout out on the social media post. So there is that. So we'll go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with game recaps. <laughs> Yo, Edward, I'm digging that jersey. Where did you get it? Thanks. I got it at Fanatics.com. What's Fanatics? Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. You can get the gear of all your favorite teams. Even NASCAR? Even NASCAR. If you shop using our link, not only will you be getting swagged out, but you will also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. Nice. I'm going to start shopping now. And we're back. All right, Edward, games to recap. What is your game to recap? All right, so my game to recap is actually, I'm still laughing about the earlier conversation. <laughs> um, so my game to recap is actually a surprise game. So this is from the Bundesliga. I'm pretty sure we were like, hmm, we already know who won. And sh- shit, we ended up being proven wrong. I'm pretty sure Hector's not the same. So it's... um. EFL Bochum they versus Bayern Munich and they actually beat Bayern Munich four to two. So Bayern Munich had sixty four percent of the possession and they outshot them also twenty one to eleven. So yeah, it was a surprise. It was a surprise loss. Honestly, I, like I said, I was not expecting that. And then um all four goals were in the first half on the 14th minute, the 38th minute, 40th minute, and the 44th minute. So, Bayern Munich had to come back. It's just, you know, I, I don't even know what to say to this. <laughs> uh, I think by surprise. I think Bayern Munich is always due for a really, really bad game. And I think last year we saw it with Hoffenheim. Um, and, you know, oh, yeah. that, the game where Kramer just went off. Um, yeah. And and this was kind of what was due for Bayern Munich was just that really game, that game that no one expected them to lose in, especially against a team like uh, VFL Bochum. Um, yeah, I, I think Bochum was just able to get them on the surprise. I I would not be shocked if if all these goals came from the counterattack, um, which 
is a is a way to beat Bayern Munich. It's not the only way. To, it's not the guaranteed way to beat Bayern Munich, but it's definitely yeah. a way to beat Bayern Munich is by getting them off guard and catching them by surprise. Um, yeah, at that point, the damage was done. They were at, at in the second half. They were already down four to one. So, it, you know, even as great as the attack that Bayern Munich has, they're going to have those games where they're they're just not connecting. Um, it it was definitely not a great game for them. And 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 Bartram is able to to at least have the thrill of saying they beat Bayern Munich in a season where Bayern Munich's probably going to win the title still. Um, so, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, no, I, I think overall, uh, Bartram, uh, they came in knowing what they needed to do, which was get a big lead and just try to defend the hell out of it, which is is very uh, it's still like it doesn't matter how big your league it, it will. I mean, not, we're not talking about like a seven goal lead or anything like that, but. Like any lead against Bayern Munich, you can never count this team out, and that's just because of who they have on that team. Um, but I think Bochum did what they needed to do, and that was defend, 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 clearly against twenty-one shots. Um, so they did their part of they, you know, they did the, what you needed to do at the beginning, which was to score the hell out of them, and then just defend as hard as you can to at least come out with at least a point, or for their case, three points. So yeah, really good yeah. performance for Bochum. They had the game plan uh, ready. It just Bayern Munich couldn't execute. Yep, exactly. So, what's your game to recap? My game to recap is uh, I feel like it, I think last week I also you know you featured Atletico Madrid because they because they because Barcelona yeah. beat them. <laughs> but uh, back to back, <laughs> we have Atletico Madrid. This time, Atletico Madrid does win. Uh, they end up beating uh, fellow Madrid rival Getafe four to three. Um, and me and I can tell you this. One. We've told the people about Getafe. They can yep. ruin people's seasons. <laughs> it's happened before. It's annoying. Yeah. It is it's annoyed Edward. It's annoyed me. It kind of annoyed Spencer, but obviously they got the win. <laughs> um, but um It's kind of annoyed Spencer. But you know, they won the game. But this game was really good. I mean, just a overall clear battle. Um it was very close between the both teams. It was gonna, it literally was gonna go down to who was gonna score the last goal. Luckily, or luckily, if you're Spencer or an Atletico Madrid fan, Atletico Madrid was the last team to score. Um, possession was 50-50. So once again, greatly contested game. Atletico Madrid outshot eleven to ten. The game winner, which this was featured on uh, on a previous episode, Player of the Week, and that is Mario Hermoso. Scored the game-winning goal at the 89th minute. Deja vu, huh? So, yeah, <laughs> literally, literally deja vu. But yeah, yeah. so a Madrid. I mean, you know, it. This is this season's weird because I mean, this isn't the defense that you usually expect from Atletico Madrid. They've been really good defensively in, in previous years, but I don't know what's going on with that back line. I don't know what's going on with Oblak, but uh, they're letting a lot of goals in uh, this season. <laughs> Uh, and it, it's kind of weird because it's really not like Atletico Madrid. If you, when you think of Atletico Madrid, they're a very good defensive team. They usually stay, keep to their structure. Um, but luckily, you know, who needs a good defense when you score four goals? So, uh, I mean, that helps too. But I, I don't, I don't know. I think there's something lingering with this. There's something, there's something missing here from this Atletico Madrid team. I don't know if they need to go get another defender, which is crazy to think because their back line is pretty solid, in my opinion. Yeah, maybe maybe bad. they did miss Trippier. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, he's definitely not helping my cause right now as he's helping Newcastle. Newcastle beat Aston Villa last week. Uh, now they're out of relegation zone. So <laughs> you're like, you're like, I don't know. I really don't know at this point. <laughs> I mean, they're in 17. But I mean, <laughs> oh, jeez, <laughs> this isn't looking good. Yeah, for me. you're. No, today's not a good day for you, sir. Statistic wise, <laughs> I just I don't know. But anyways, going back. Um, Atletico Madrid, great performance. Uh, just a really great game overall. Get props to get Dothan, man. They battled in this game. So, uh, they, they weren't able to get the upset like Bochum did, but they definitely, I think they got some respect uh, still. I mean, like I said, man, if you guys don't watch La Liga and you guys say, oh, La Liga's trash, there's only like three good teams in La Liga, you guys don't know about the other teams that, like, I, I, I say this with, we, with some we, confidence. We call them the dark horses, the underdogs. Like, like I say this with some confidence. Like, I do feel like some of these mid-table teams in La Liga could do fairly well in the English Premier League. Not that they win the English Premier League, but I think they'll do fairly well. Fairly well. Like, you know, qualify for the UEFA Champions League. Not Champions League, uh, the Europa League or the Europa Conference League. Like, I think they could do pretty well. I don't, I'm not saying they're going to beat you know Manchester United or Manchester City, but I think they could beat a they could beat a Newcastle United. Hopefully, um, so <laughs> now could they beat an Arsenal? <coughs> Sevilla probably could. <laughs> Sevilla probably could. <laughs> I wouldn't. Really I wouldn't. I wouldn't brush off Sevilla like that. Um, Getafe. I think they can hang with Getafe. Celta Vigo might be able to catch him off guard. I, I think Arsenal would do okay. Uh, but I, 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 once again, I think it, I think I think people don't realize how good La Liga is. Once again, me and I were both do know that the English Premier League is a good league. We're not saying that is, probably, really arguably, arguably probably the better league in Europe, the best league in Europe. But obviously, me and I would have our biases. So. Yep. And that's why we will stay we'll stay we'll stay strong in our in our island of La Liga. But um yeah, so congratulations to Bacham and Atletico Madrid for winning their games. And we'll go on to players of the week. Edward, who's your player of the week? All right. So my player of the week, I'm going over to the to oh actually You're staying staying playing in the Bundesliga. Yeah. But I'm actually going to one of my favorite teams, Borussia Dortmund, and I'm picking Marco Roos who scored two goals in Borussia Dortmund's 3-0 win against Union Berlin. It's it's really cool to see him, you know, playing like that again. Like, he, he it's not that he's been playing bad. It's just, I haven't really seen him on the score sheet, you know. Erling Haaland has taken over that, you know. But mm, not recently. Then, yeah, I know, not recently. But Marco Rose, it's always good to see him on the score sheet. So he's he's the, basically the main man, the captain. Um, he's a you know I always forget that he, he played for Borussia Mönchengladbach. Yeah, that's I where he came out of. I always felt like he just he was just part of Dortmund. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess thing, technically like, he has. I mean, he's he's been he there. Was, yeah, he's been there. Oof, he's been, he was basically let's put it this way: he was like Matt Hummels. Like he came out of he went to Dortmund, stayed there for a long time, went to Bayern, and then somehow ended up back. You know, there. Yeah, no, Marco Ruiz. When when you think of players that like you can't hate on them, Marco Ruiz is definitely one of them. 
I think we talked about this last episode. I mean, Conte is one of them. Can't hate Conte. Yep. You can't hate Sadio Mane. You can't hate uh, Mohamed Salah. You can't hate Ed- Edward Mendy. You can't hate Marco mm-hmm. Rose. I don't know. If you hate Marco Rose, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Is, yeah. Kevin De Bruyne. You can't hate you can't hate on Kevin De Bruyne. You can't hate on De Bruyne. Apparently Cortal can, but I mean like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you're never gonna let that go. Oh never. I'm never letting that go. <laughs> Horrible human being. <laughs> and that's your goalkeeper too. I, I, I said he's a good player. He's a shitty human being, but good, 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 good goalkeeper. <laughs> Is he married now? If he's married to that same girl, that's <laughs> that would be, be crazy. Cool. Let's see, Courtois. Is he married? Uh, he has children. I don't know if that mm-hmm. means anything. Dang, Courtois is only 29 years old. Yeah. Did not, did not know that. Uh, let's see. Personal life. Um, no, he has a girlfriend, though. So he's not married, but he just has kids. Yeah, I mean, he, I think he's 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 been with his. Yeah, he, he, no, he, no, he he just has kids. <laughs> oh, okay. In two thousand one, he adopted a dog with his his current girlfriend, uh, Michelle Gersig. So, so, okay. So he's still doing his the thing. More you I mean, know. It, the, hey, man, that's a big commitment, though. He's got a dog. He's got a dog with somebody. So, pretty huge dude here. Pretty huge. All right, Sheldon, calm down. That's big. That's real big for him. You know, from, from having affairs to now having a puppy. <laughs> He's growing. <laughs> He's growing up. Our, our little Courtois is growing up. This boy said, our little Courtois. Dude's taller than you are and me. <laughs> He's definitely taller than you and me. <laughs> but I'm I, mean, I hope so. He's a goalkeeper. If, he, if, if, Courtois, if I'm taller than Courtois and he's a goalkeeper, there's something wrong. <laughs> there is something wrong with Real Madrid's goalkeeping choosing. What was Iker Casillas? I I know he was one of the. He was like six foot. Ones. I think six foot one. So pretty no tall. Way. I mean. No way. They cannot be six foot one. Let me see. All right. Uh, over over and under what? Uh, I think he's five. I think he was five ten. Okay, so you're gonna say five ten. Uh, five, I'll give you. Five, I'll, 10, give five, you I'll give you. All right. Uh, since I say six one, uh, anything over six one and over, that's me. Uh, anything six foot below is yours. All right. Uh, I'll get you Chick Fil A. You know, winner get winner gets Chick Fil A. Technically, winner winner chicken dinner. He's six feet tall. So what? So what does that mean? You, you win. Oh, okay. Because I guess six one. I was like, he 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 landed on the money. He landed right on the on the dot. No, because I, I said six one, so I was like, if six one and over, that's me. But if, if anything under that, then that's you. Yeah. So, oh, all right, cool. Six foot even. Yay! All right. Uh, that's still pretty tall to me. That's still taller than me. So. I mean, it's still taller than me. Two inches more, or two, yeah. Two no, inches, inches more. 
You're 6'9". Three more than me. You're 5'9". I'm, uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm 6'9". What the fuck? Where the hell did my whole foot go? <laughs> you're, you're as tall as Takashi 6'9". Fucking hell. No, that dude is short. So, I think I'm pretty sure I'm taller than Takashi 6'9". But anyways, guys, speaking of our heights, I'm so, going back to Hector. <laughs> so, so uh, it's a re- reminder, I, I owe you Chick-fil-A. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll post it on social media when when, when I get you Chick Fil A. Yeah. Uh, all right. So my player of the week is Raheem Sterling. Oh, nice. So he ended up scoring a hat trick in Manchester City's four nothing win against Norwich. Which, uh, if you guys haven't been watching Norwich, um, they found some form. I don't know yeah, if it's yeah. Josh Sargent or or what, but they found some form. Because I know Josh Sargent's finally been like actually living up to what they all thought he was going to be, um, but yeah, so yeah, so Norwich has found some form, crazy enough. But yeah, so that is my player, Rick Raheem Sterling. Um, clearly, they didn't. Nor- Norwich has lost that form because you know they lost four to nothing. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they found some form. <laughs> I think they lost it for for this week, but maybe they get it back. No, next man. Week. Uh, but yeah, so congratulations to Marco Rose and Raheem Sterling for being our players of the week. All yes, right. Sir, congrats. All right. So we do have some games to watch this weekend because there's always games to watch this weekend, Edward. So yep. we'll, we'll start things off at Liga MX and I have Toluca versus Cruz Azul. Maybe I'm, I'm playing with some house money here because that's, you know, Toluca is the club that I support in, in, in Mexico. I don't show it very well because I'm very pessimistic with that club. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be wearing the Toluca jersey one day and then he'll have it in his closet for a few months and then later on he'll come back and wear it. <laughs> Everyone's like, I think Toluca could be Pumas. I was like, I don't think they could be Pumas. <laughs> 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 Actually, it leads on to the second game, Atlas versus Pumas. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much. I think those are two really good games. <laughs> I think those two games would be really good to watch this, this weekend. Uh, Toluca has, it comes off of a big win. Uh, Cruz Azul did not come off from a big win. Uh, you know, Atlas, Atlas is still doing pretty well. I mean, you know, a lot of people, you know, you and me both thought that maybe Atlas would fall off a little bit, but, um, I mean, it's still pretty early. Yeah. It's still pretty early in the season. So, I mean, you know, you, you never know, but I mean, Atlas still looks pretty decent. Uh, Pumas, you know, Pumas is always a good watch. So. And it's a rematch of the semifinal, so of the of of last season's uh, apertura. So, yeah, apertura. So yeah, apertura. So. Yeah. In League One, uh, we have Nantes, kind of similar to Norwich, has found some form. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe the same fate as they take on PSG. <laughs> so weirdly enough, Nantes also wears uh, yellow and green. That's like the colors. Just like Norwich. <laughs> so, yeah, right. And they're going to take on a powerhouse club in PSG. So. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Messi's been looking pretty good, so. Yeah. You know, people need to remember that scoring goals isn't the end-all, be-all telling whether or not a player is good or not. So. Yeah. So he's been finding his form, so. So there's that. Uh, and then, you know, obviously, Mbappe scoring just an amazing goal and, and decides to do the, the theory on re-celebration. So, yeah. Um, and as PSG is currently trying to find a way to keep uh, Mbappe, which I don't know if you saw the the recent jerseys that uh, 
that PSG just came out with. They did the the Chicago Bulls inspired uh, white kids. Ooh, yeah. Honestly, I have to call all, that I see, one. all I see is a, a white jersey with some accents of red. Like it's <laughs> there's nothing in there to tell. Oh yeah, the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> yeah, that's just me. I mean, you maybe you could see it anywhere, but I I just see a white jersey with red stripes with like with some red uh, accents. Which I, like, I mean, I, I guess like technically that is the jerseys. Chicago Bulls jersey, the the the, the white jersey. The Chicago Bulls. So I mean, guess yeah. technically that's that really is what it is. So I guess good job, uh, good job, Jordan. Um, that's the case. Uh, the next game is Saint Etienne taking on Strasbourg. Um, two teams that probably people don't watch, but you know they've actually been doing pretty good so far recently. So those are the games for League End. You probably can just want to watch the PSG game because you know you guys are all bandwagons. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. In Syria. Is this really a rivalry? I mean, if you look at recent recent matches, no. <laughs> but uh, it is the 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 Turin Classical, or the Cla- I don't I don't know how to I don't know what they really call it. Um, but Juventus versus Torino. It's a it's a rivalry game. You know, it's the battle on Turin. But let's let's be real. Um, who's who's been winning this rivalry? <laughs> For quite some time. I don't think there's just... I'm pretty sure if you look at the last 10 matches, I'm pretty sure Juventus is very heavily on one side. <laughs> but, yeah. but, yeah, it's still a rivalry nonetheless. So, so respect it. Sort of. And the <laughs> other game is Fiorentina versus Atalanta. Which is funny because we have Vlahovic's new club in Juventus and Fiorentina, Vlahovic's former club. So, yeah. Let's see who prevails. Most likely Juventus. Actually, Fiorentina is still doing pretty well. I mean, even with losing them. Yeah. So yeah, that's in Serie A. In the Bundesliga, we have Wolfsburg taking on Hoffenheim. I think a, f- a fairly even matchup. We're going to have Chris Richards versus John Brooks. That's going to be cool to see. Yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. Which, um, F you to Greg Brohalter. I don't know, man. Like it just pisses me off that like he he doesn't he doesn't have John Brooks out, and the reason why is because of form, and that you do a call up with guys from the MLS who haven't been playing <laughs> in quite some time because they're in an off season, and, and you're and you're talking about form. <laughs> apparently, apparently, sitting on your couch all day is is perfect form. So, <laughs> I just maybe just, it works for him. Just say know. you don't like John Brooks. Just say it. Just, it's okay. Just say you don't like John Brooks. You know, but. You're crazy because John Brooks is is still doing really well, in my opinion. He's, yeah, he is. I don't I don't know if he's necessarily our best center back, but he's definitely up there. Um, would would you say John Brooks is our best center back right now? Mm. I don't know. I've been really liking Walker Zimmerman. I mean, I I guess so. Like, I, I want to say yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm still with you. And then, it, then the other game is the Battle of the Borussias. Borussia Dortmund taking on Borussia Mönchengladbach. No, that was gonna be good. I really, I don't think, I don't think there's a connection between the Borussias. No, I don't think so. It's just kind of like, um, what does Borussia mean, like anyways? Uh, what I does don't know. Borussia it could mean? be a name. 
Oh, uh, you're going to research it, aren't you? <laughs> I'm really curious. Like, what is the meaning of Borussia? Uh, what does Borussia mean? Borussia is the Latin word for... I'm not going to say that word. <laughs> uh, in art, literature, and form, the former kingdom has figuratively often presented as a woman who, of course, bore of the sounding name Borussia. Okay, that doesn't help me. It doesn't even help me at all. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this dude here. <laughs> uh, Prusia is the Latin word for Prussia, a former European state that compromised much of what today is Germany, Poland, Lithuania, and Russia. Okay. Well, that explains the Polish ties <laughs> to Prusia, Norman. Yeah, I was about to say, does that help? <laughs> Not really. That was oh, a waste of time. <laughs> that was just a giant waste of time. Anyways, all right, moving on to La Liga. We have Valencia taking on Barcelona. Oh, that was going to be a good game. Hell yeah. And Athletic Bilbao taking on Real Sociedad. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to be a pretty good one. I think that one's going to be a good one. In the English Premier League, we have West Ham United with the with Kat Kierker. <laughs> Zuma. Um, hopefully, uh, uh, beating Newcastle United. Any any Newcastle United keep losing. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't need them to find form. I need them to to lose and, and get relegated. I want to give want to do jersey giveaways. <laughs> I got too cocky. I got way too cocky. This is just, oh man! <laughs> ah, damn it, damn it, rich, rich people, oil, yeah. oil, money people, dude. Oh man, I, I I'm gonna hate this. myself knowing that I got too cocky about Newcastle United. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna bite me in the ass. But hopefully West Ham, <laughs> hopefully West Ham United can uh can help me out here. <laughs> you know, uh, say, just tell just tell Kurt Zuma that that uh, that the players are cats. Maybe maybe that'll help. Um, <laughs> maybe that'll help. Too, too, oh my! Look, I know where I'm going. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. They're, they're literally making. They're singing songs about it. <laughs> so. Kurzuma plays center back. Kurzuma kicks the fuck out of his cat. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to stay out of this one. <laughs> and, the other, and the other game is Manchester City taking on Tottenham. That was going to be good. Right, I, think, I think Tottenham may actually have a chance. May. I use that term lightly. May. They have a chance, like they have a trophy in their in their trophy case. Damn. But yeah, so those are games that you guys should probably keep an eye on for this coming weekend. There's a lot of games to be watching, but I think those are games can help you out if you guys don't know what are good games to watch. So go ahead, and that has my stamp of approval. Maybe a stamp of approval. Yeah. They do. <laughs> All right. I, I, what? I was like, I agree like, with you, bro. Such a drag. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and take one more break and then we'll get going with three up, three down. 
Victor, are you listening to music? No, I am not listening to music. I'm listening to my audiobook on Audible. What's Audible? Audible allows you to listen to a large library of audiobooks at your convenience. What if I'm not sure about Audible? Well, you can start a 30-day free trial when you use the link audibletrial.com slash insertnamefcpodcast. Not only do you get the experience of Audible, but you will also be supporting Insert Name FC. I'm going to start my free trial right now. And we're back. All right. Three up, three down accessories. And this is a very broad thing. It could be just things that we, we, that we use in our everyday lives, uh, like personal accessories. It could be, you know, video game accessories, car accessories, you know, kind of how I, <laughs> I, I, I said propane accessories. I don't think anybody uses propane here, but it'd be interesting. But I guess we always do. We'll start things off with Spencer. Uh, Edward, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, go first. All right, I'll go first and then Edward will we'll close it down. So we'll start off with three down and we'll start off with Spencer. And uh, number three is reticules on pocket-sized weapons. Reticules? Wow, this is a bad look for uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he means reticles. Reticles, that's what he meant. No. I work. I work in a warehouse. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. So hey, okay. Yeah. Pocket size weapon doesn't seem like a, a good reason to have that on that. But the right. weapon accessories. There you go. Look at that, Spencer. Spencer clearly from the south. Uh, number two, people that have a way too much tactic cool gear and lie and brag their gear and never shoot at the range. Okay, I know who he's talking about. He's talking about like the, the uber tactical looking guys. Oh, you know, you've probably seen it. <laughs> maybe. Know. Like the guys that look like they're military ready, like whenever things are ready to go down, like they're there. They're probably like the ones that uh, are like most unnecessary, like have a combat holster for their gun. Like, do you need it? No. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I, I get uh, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to think about it myself. So they just try to look tactical, like you know, like they're combat okay. ready. Right, right, right. I get you now. Okay, and number one, band aids on the face. Oof, hot seat, Nelly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang, Spencer went for the jugular on that one. He did. Good point, though. Good point. Good point. So, yeah. I mean, unless you actually have a cut on your face, I don't see the point of having a bandaid on your face. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So, so there's that. All right. For me, for accessories, at number three, I have um, some people are going to get mad at this. Um, watches. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think now that we live with 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 phones, like I and I've done this too. Like I've worn watches, and I think it's I I know it 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 works well with certain outfits. So I get that. Like if you dress up, you want to wear like a nice little watch on you. I don't have a nice watch, but I I wear a watch. Um, but I still catch my I still use my phone to check the time. So I think it's just like. There's no real point to having a watch now these days because you know you don't need right. it to tell time anymore. 
Um, right. So, so that's my logic. Uh, number two, um, I look. I get the why people bring one with them, but I think it's kind of dumb that people like literally go out with a beer koozie on them. Like, okay, like <laughs> if you're going bar hopping, do you really need your 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 your, your beer? You know. I don't know. To me, I don't see the point of just carrying a koozie around with you. Like, I, I, it seems kind of stupid to me. So, so the people that I mean, I have I have beer koozies, but I don't take them out. I don't take them out with me. Like, I usually just have them here at home, and then I'll, I'll use them when I'm drinking at home. But I don't take it like, oh man, I'm gonna go to the bar. Let's let me, let me bring my beer koozie. You know. So. <laughs> and uh, my number one is uh, uh cell phone clips. <laughs> okay. All right. Just yeah, put it in your yeah. pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> I get it. Quick access to your phone, but who really needs quick access to their phones? I want. I want to say you're kind of throwing it out for Dwight there. Yeah, I, I'm on. I'm on Kelly on that side. Why don't you just put it in your pocket? <laughs> oh yeah, that was, oh, that's my three man. down. All right. All right, so my three down, number three, those um, like the bunch of rings on your hands. Oh, like, that's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, it was just. It's, I it's can barely wear of, one ring. I know. Uh, trust me, man. Like, it's I'm gonna it's gonna boat. suck if I ever get married. Because I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm bad can, at wearing rings. I got barely wear my class. I'm the, really bad at wearing my class ring. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say, I was like, you could wear uh that um I might just say screw it and get a tattoo. <laughs> I might just say screw it. Like it's like look, we're gonna we're gonna work things out. Like if there's an argument, if you cheat on me or I cheat on you, we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. <laughs> it's just, like, I'm not I'm not removing this. Damn. <laughs> Damn. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We we, we always figure it out. Like, that's how you feel. Like, we always figure this out. (laughs) Um, Damn. All right, so that's my number three. Number two. um, My number two is actually the... So, okay. This goes for all my Hispanic people out there. I... On my Hispanic, on my ricer wannabes, when you put too many decals or, or like so many emblems on the car, Ooh. oh my, a lot of chrome, especially like oh, oh that's man. what you mean. Like, the, no, like like okay, weirdest, what's with this? What's with the anime window stickers? No, see that one I can understand. That's a weeb. That's a weeb. Okay, because even I've been thinking about putting anime stickers. On the Wii, but only two at the back. That's it. Nothing about all the craziness. But I'm talking about my fellow Salvadorians, Hondurians, Guatemalans. You know, they go ahead and put the Honda emblem in the back. Then they put the word Honda on the back, and then they put another Honda emblem stuck on the on the tail uh, on the on the trunk. And then they put with the Civic. They put Civic, and then they end up putting like they try to find the words Civic separately. 
using completely different civic letters and then put civic on it and then they put civic on the side and they put civic on the front. I'm like, no. No, it's a civic. Uh, I'm telling you, man, sometimes it's Honda on the side, Honda on the back, Honda on the front, Honda on the windshield, Honda on the on the on the on the sides of the window and the windows and stickers. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, no, man. It's just it's so God. I bet. I bet. It's just so bad to me. And then so what's your number one? That's my number one. Okay, so my number one is kind of goes with cars. Those are big ass tails. Like the big ass tailwinds for the car. Oof. Yeah. The ones that are almost as makes the car is like taller than the car. Yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah, that's a good one. All right. All right, going, yeah, back to so. Spen- going back to Spencer. At number three, a one-eighth inch to a one-fourth inch headphone adapter. Those things are, are like gold at a studio. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, very resourceful there on that one, Spencer. Uh, number two, a mobile power supply to charge the iPhone. Yeah, portable chargers are, are being more and more. Oh, those thing. are... Yeah, those are good, actually. A one terabyte or better SSD drive for storing audio work. Okay. Especially for Spencer, that is crucial for him. So as much storage as he can have, because obviously, you know, with the beat making and now with the whole podcasting thing, you know, that guy needs a lot of storage. So definitely yep. agree with you. I believe in you in that one, Spencer. So so good point. Uh, for, for my three up, I have... At number three, a pocket knife. All right. Yeah, super, I can see that. Super useful, um, especially for work. But obviously, if you, you like to go fishing or hunting, you know, knife can probably be helpful for those, for those things as well. But I don't know. I just, it, there's, it's something resourceful to have. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the multi-tools, but I'm more specifically a fan of having a pocket knife. Uh, unfortunately, my job doesn't allow me to have a pocket knife, which is, sounds kind of stupid. <laughs> they, they they give me a box cutter, so that's I guess technically a knife. That's kind of like a pocket knife. I know, yeah. Right. That's not a knife. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. But a knife is a very resourceful tool, I think. Uh, number number two, headphones. I think okay. you gotta have uh, some headphones, even if it's just like the basic wired headphones. Like I, especially like. Whether it's going to the to go work out, or maybe you're just walking around by yourself, wanting to be by you know you know just chilling in your own in your own headspace, or whenever I'm walking robo, I, I like to have some headphones on. You know, I just like to listen to some music or listen to a podcast. So yeah, I think headphones are very crucial. And uh, number one, and uh, and I and I, I I'm gonna say this is an accessory. Just depends on how you feel about it. But uh, very resource, very resourceful to have some coolant in your car. <laughs> oh yeah, on the ready. <laughs> I think that's, that that's actually could... that's not an accessory. That's a necessity, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, depending who you ask. Right here, this is just like it's a necessity. No, it's not. That's a that, no. That's a, it's not an accessory. 
Well, sometimes you need it, sometimes you don't. That's all I'm saying. So it, it doesn't it doesn't hurt to have it on your on, on your person at all, at, at, when you're especially when you're driving, especially if you're going all long distance drive. So. Oh man, I don't even know what to say to this, bro. What are you, you don't agree with me? You want me to change it? I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying it's it's a necessity. But yeah, but it's okay, like if you if you if you want it, if you want it, hey, if you that's up to you, bro. That's all good with you. It's all good. Okay, all a good, car bro. charger, happy? A car charger. There you go, Harry. Happy <laughs> car charger. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, a, a Bluetooth adapter, a Bluetooth adapter for your car, because not everybody has a futuristic car like like Edward does now. <laughs> oh man! Dick. All right, all right. But honorable mention, okay. cool it. <laughs> honorable yeah, mention, honorable cool, mention it. cool it. I guess. Oh man, this dude here. But all right, so here I go. <laughs> all right, so I guess my number, my top three accessories to have the the phone tablet holder for the car. That's a good one. Because of the kids. Yeah, good point. <laughs> That's a very good so, point. Yeah. Yeah. They gotta um, watch their they gotta watch their baby bus. Their baby bus, whatever have you. It's 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 all it's all good. Honestly, it's just oh man, it's just it's just ridiculous. Sometimes sometimes you're just like, man, do I really have to watch this shit? And you gotta submit it like yes, yes you do. But yeah, all right. So that's my <clears throat> that's my number three. My number two. All right. This is this is for the women. The mace keychains or the taser keychains. I think anybody so can I, have this. <laughs> I know anybody. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I agree. Like you're about to get jumped and stuff, even for men. So that one. <laughs> so that that's a that's a number that's a number two right there. I mean, I mean, I don't know who would want to jump you. Honorable mention: pocket sand, pocket sand, squirrel tactics. <laughs> oh man! Hey, but, we started uh, with King yeah. of the Hill. We got might as well finish it with some King of the Hill. Might as well, yeah, might as well. Well, okay. And here's my number one accessory. My number one accessory: phone protector case. Oh yeah, that's that's especially depending that's a, on where you a, work at. Yeah, that's that's. Oh yeah, phone protector case with the screen protector on it. You know, that's that's a really much needed accessory, especially if you spend a lot of time on your phone or you know anything, anything of that sort. Or if you work somewhere that anything could definitely break something. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, especially oh, and if it falls down and lands face first, yeah, you really need one. That's a heart attack, right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good when, one. When you, when you try to when you try to pick it up and you're like, no, 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 please, don't, 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 please, Part of letting insert name of CB a part of your great network. Um, also, shout out to the Burns Radio. If you guys listen to Burns Radio, hello. Well, I, mean, I guess goodbye. Because uh, we're in it again. But uh, check them out on social media. They are constantly letting you know who's live right now on the Burns Radio on Tiki Live. 
Um, go ahead and follow them on Twitter at Radio Burns. Also, shout out to Tiki Live. That is where the Belly Up Sports TV channel is available on. It is a free uh, Tiki Live is is free. It, it, there's an app on social. Uh, there is an app available, but it's also available on Roku TV, Amazon. So if you if you have those, you can search Tiki Live and you can actually check out the Belly Up Sports TV. Same thing with the Burns Radio, both part of Tiki Live. So go ahead and check that out. Um, but follow them on Twitter at Radio Burns so you'll be constantly notified of when we're available, but also all the other great podcasts are available on the radio network. Shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company, a Graphics, because they created the Instagram name of C logo. Make sure you follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Thank you so much, Alejandra. We love the logo. Everyone loves the logo. Thank you so much. And of course, shout out to our guy, our everything, Roosevelt Spencer, the producer of Insert Name FC, and the guy that makes us sound good, makes us the beats, makes us sound good in these in these singing beds that Edward still needs to knock out. Um, yeah. And actually, Spencer does owe a few singing beds as well. So <laughs> make sure you guys follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, at that guy dope. Thank you so much for listening to episode seventy six. Catch us next week for episode seventy seven. MLS is coming. This in 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 one more week, MLS is back. So we'll be doing an MLS preview with a very good friend of of ours of the podcast. Um, so make sure you guys are ready for that because you know it's about time we bring this guy back uh, back on insert name FC and it, it, it's it's been due. So we definitely would love. Right, you know what? Screw it. It's Kelsey. It's Kelsey. Okay. It's, it's fucking Kelsey. <laughs> We're bringing back Kelsey. <laughs> I don't know why I had to like, let's hype this guy up. Like, it's Kelsey. We're bringing back Kelsey. <laughs> so, Kelsey he will be helping he uh, preview the bit. MLS season because, you know, Edward. Edward doesn't follow MLS. So, yeah. So, we're going to bring in the big guns and bring Kelsey in. So, so yeah. So, make sure you guys catch us next week where we have Kelsey uh, in to help preview the MLS season. So thank you for listening to episode 76. Catch us next week for episode 77. Take care, guys.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.